Welcome to episode number 23 of the Action Podcast. Uh, today, we have a bunch of new releases to review. Our number one film we'll be reviewing is Me Time, which stars Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, our second film is The 3,000 Years of Longing, which stars Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. Our third film is The Invitation, a new right. horror film. Yep. Our fourth film is Breaking, which stars John Boyega. And our fifth film is Samaritan, which stars Sylvester Stallone, which is on Amazon Prime. So with that, Pete, let's start with the number one film, Me Time, which you can see now on Netflix. It's Netflix. It's their number one movie right now. Uh, check it out. And Pete, what were your thoughts? Um, this was this was tough to get through. It was it was it got a five on IMDb. It's an eight percent on Rotten Tomato, and I think I understand completely why. I I, I don't think. And again, I, I'm not out to bash movies. I understand what it takes to make them. Um, I, I just didn't laugh. I mean, there was, I think maybe I chuckled a few times at Kevin Hart because he always makes me laugh. He's a funny guy. Yeah. But uh, man, it was. And the director, uh, John Hamburg, I mean, along came Polly was great. You know, yeah. I love you, man, was good. Funny, you know, had funny moments. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't really. I didn't really find it funny. I think it was it was really billed as such. It was like this is supposed to be like this great comedy, and yeah, I, I, mean, I, I was definitely hoping it was going to be something along the lines of the other guys. Um, but I think to your point, I thought this was Kevin Hart's one of his better comedic roles in a while. Um, he had, I thought he started out kind of slow, and then kind of picked up his comedic game, you know, pretty much like the 25% mark, you know, like right at the end of the first act, I thought he started to become funnier once I think, you know, you have to, you have to always kind of get your character, you know, character going and all that stuff. But I, I felt like he was funnier in the second half of the film and definitely had some laugh out loud moments for me, but yeah, Mark Wahlberg's character, I thought he, it was very similar in terms of like just underwhelming. And this is not, this is not a bash on him. I think just how it was written, but I, you know, I didn't find his character funny at all, unfortunately. And he's a funny guy. I like, I'm a big Mark Wahlberg fan, Sure, but I think, I think he is to me the reason why. And again, I'm not saying Mark Wahlberg, but his character is why I think the film comes up short is because you know, this is an opportunity for him to to be that that number two comedian guy. You know, obviously Kevin Hart. This is his film, right? He's which he's, which he killed like in the other guys. Like he was he yeah. was amazing in that movie. He was so funny. Yeah, alongside yeah. Will Ferrell. Um, I, I think you know, like I, I said this before. You know, on a lot of movie reviews, you know, I use a very common phrase, which is this was a missed opportunity, and that's all. Yeah. yeah. Um, if it was in the theaters, I would tell you to wait until it was on streaming. But since this is on streaming, um, you know, it you can check it out if you're big fans of these people, but it's it's just not it's just not a good movie. Yeah, I mean I, I wouldn't go that hard, but um like I said, I I didn't I didn't regret watching it or anything stretch the imagination. Like I I, I enjoyed it. Um 
I watched it last night and, you know, I got through it and I, like, I enjoyed it. But like you're saying, I, I just, I, I had higher expectations for it. So I don't want to be like Luke at, you know, lukewarm on it. Um, I'll probably it's, watch it, it again. It was a little sloppy. You know, the writing was a little sloppy. Like the resolutions to a lot of things were just, just kind of thrown in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, like the, uh, the guy that is supposed to be going after Kevin Hart's wife, just all of a sudden he just shows up at, a, at his house and he's got another girl. So all of a sudden he's not worried about him anymore. And it's just like, they tried yeah. to pack in a whole bunch and then try to resolve it just as fast. It, yeah. Just poorly written. Yeah. 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 And I don't want to give away too much more on that aspect of it, but I, I agree. Some of the resolutions kind of just were very coincidental or I'm sorry, convenient. So, yeah. so yeah, I guess ultimately what we're saying guys is see this at your own discretion, but if you need something to watch on Netflix, I think go for it. I don't, um, if, if you're, I do think this is like I like this more than Night School. I would say on on Kevin Hart's filmography, uh, this is not Jumanji. This is not um, it's not Ride Along either. It's not even Ride Along or would be another one that he's done recently. Well, it's not even like the other guys. For, no, with definitely Mark not the Wahlberg. other guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Not even. I, I put this around maybe. Actually, I thought he was funny in Spencer Confidential, so I liked him better in Spencer Confidential. Yeah, but yeah, so see it at your own discretion, people. I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm definitely not gonna, you know, throw my credibility on this one just because, like no. you're saying, just maybe the second time it'll be better, but uh, you know, just wanted more. So you'll, you'll probably get some great popcorn out of it. So you yeah, know, go crazy. So let's move to the second one, which is Three Thousand Years of Longing. Uh, this is directed by George Miller of Mad Max Fury Road fame. So this was like his big project. And, um, you know, unfortunately, this movie did not do well in the box office. This was supposed to be kind of the number one film at the box office. And it came in seventh. Um, you know, we're shooting this on a Monday night. But, yeah, that, that, that one, it kind of hurts on that. I thought the first half of this film, maybe even 75% of this film, was fantastic. Like, it's kind of a very cool visual story. I mean, at one point I thought, wow, you know, this could be in that Oscars conversation because it's got this great story of historical, you know, historical accuracy with kind of fiction intertwined with it. You know what I mean? And I love like the premise of it with, it's you know, it's it's, it's about stories and, and how they get affected this. But... To be honest, I think this film is is maybe deeper than a one viewing type of a film. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of meaning in this film that I was not able to get immediately. Like I left the film and I didn't have necessary response because I'm just like, I, I would say the conclusion of it doesn't necessarily, it didn't necessarily sit well with me. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like, I wasn't like blown away. But the first half of the film, I think, alone is worth watching it because it's such a unique story and storytelling that I at least enjoyed that. And I think I think definitely those that just love the craft of film, I think this is definitely in that world. You know what I mean? Regardless of how you'll feel about the outcome. But I thought this was, like I said, 
for a while, I thought this was like kind of not necessarily as good, but like kind of in the same ballpark as everything, everywhere, all at once. Just again, right. kind of a unique story. We haven't really seen something like this, and it was just so kind of cool to to see where this was going to go. So, um, from what I've heard from people, is that um, it's if you are in the newer generation where you expect things to happen very quickly and you expect all of these answers right away, this is not kind of the film for you. This is one of those movies, like you were saying, where you might have to see it a second time to really kind of get into a deep dive and and really kind of figure out all those little nuance uh, things that have been spread out in the movie. Um, but that's yeah, what yeah. I've heard. Yeah, like this movie I think would suck to watch at home, like a streaming film for your first viewing because you've got to be locked in else you're just going to miss so many details and things. Mm. And like I said, I mean, this is, this was not a lightweight film in terms of the writing. And again, it's just George Miller who is, is, is very well acclaimed. So this is, you know, and, and Idris Elba and Tilt Swinton two you know, Academy. Two amazing. Uh, yeah. You know, two, two, two best, best at the craft. So, uh, and I, they both did an excellent job acting. Um, and yeah, it. I, I definitely recommend. Like these are the two incredible actors who, unfortunately, just aren't a huge box office draw. You know what right. I mean? And I think that was maybe a reason why it suffered the way it did. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I can't tell you why it didn't do anywhere near. I think. Either a lot of people just didn't see movies this weekend, which I think is true. I know the numbers were down. It was the lowest weekend attendance-wise since February. So I know that definitely played a factor, but I don't think this was the seventh best film. I mean, this is, you know, DC Super Pets beat it out this weekend. You know what I mean? That's been out for months. I mean, Top Gun. Now, Top Gun, I, I, I get it because I, I, I saw it last week too. So uh, I get Top Gun, you know, but all the other films, like, Keep DC pumping money into the Top Gun machine, man. Yeah, but yeah, this one I think should have done better. I think people need should go see it, uh, especially again if you're into just a different story and a journey, you know. And it's not the movie wasn't too long either. Like sometimes these movies can just drag on. I thought the pace in the movie actually was pretty good. I so. appreciate that. I appreciate like a nice quick movie. Yeah, get in, get out. Tell me what I need to see. Yeah, visually, visually, this movie looks stunning. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. There, there's a lot of good things about this film. Like I said, I need to see it again to get me at like a full, my full take on it. But again, for three quarters of it, uh, I was I was really enthralled with it. So take that for what it's worth. Good. Uh, okay, next film is The Invitation, Pete. I did not see this one, um, but you did. I was uh, I away for Nashville at a fantasy football draft, so. I was not able to see this film, but well, you did not miss anything. Uh, I think a fantasy draft is is definitely a lot more interesting, a lot more fun. Uh, this movie is uh, this movie stars Natalie Emmanuel, who is in Absolutely beautiful. She's beautiful. Uh, she's in Furious Seven. She's in Maze Runner: The Scorch Trials. She's in Game um, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Um, this is about a girl who randomly takes this DNA test. Um, results come back that she's got this cousin in England who happens to be coming out to visit New York, invites her to this wedding. 
and she gets there and once she's there you know she meets the hot dude who owns the estate and then it sort of turns into like the vampire diaries you know what i mean it turns into this very sort of um wb sort of horror kind of thing it just wasn't it wasn't scary it wasn't i mean there were some cool scenes i just feel like you know the trailer really made um emmanuel's character like like she was going to be this badass like she was going to be almost like a kill bill you know she was going to be fighting off these vampires but you know it's like the very end of the movie where where this sort of happens and you know spoiler if you don't want to hear about it just fast forward but she doesn't really do a lot like she gets help from people and is able to sort of escape and doesn't really kind of do anything badass at all like i don't know it's another one of those missed opportunities i i think that this could have been done really quick the setup and then it would have been about her trying to get out of this life and then like going on this this badass like this chick who just kicks the shit out of people and kills vampires and i don't know i mean it got a 24 percent on rotten tomatoes and i totally agree i mean this is like a this this is this movie will do well with young people because you know there's like the two hot people who are sexy and they kiss and there's a romance and then you throw in vampires and you're in like this english estate on the countryside so it was beautiful scenery um but yeah nice. I, it, this is a streaming movie at yeah. best yeah all right uh our next film is breaking tough week for me <laughs> i think it was tough tough week for everybody so breaking is the next film and that's uh in theaters now that stars john boyega and michael kenneth williams it's his, it was his last role uh, i believe uh, if i read that correctly and it's uh, directed by Abby Damaris Corbin. Uh, she didn't have a lot of work before this, but um, this is this is basically about a um, you know marine vet that you know kind of is going through some financial stuff, and then ultimately needs uh, ultimately is trying to get his money from the VA, but holds up a bank hostage uh, in order to kind of get his point across. So you know, for me, the comp of this would be like a John Q meets um, it's very John Q ish for sure. Uh, I don't think it's as well done as John Q. I really like John Q. Um, John Q is good. Yeah. Mark me did not like John Q actually almost uh, rescinded our friendship because I recommended that to him. I enjoyed this film for the most part. I thought there were some parts where I thought kind of the pacing just, it could have sped up like, you know, like, okay, like, let's go, let's go. Like, you know, cause sometimes that just adds the tension. Like it just, you know, keep the film moving. And there's just some parts I thought where it, it just kind of dragged a little bit and there wasn't, there wasn't anything really moving, you know? And like, this is a, so this was based off a true story. So I always do appreciate films that are, have more, you know, have a realistic premise to them. And so that part I liked and I just wish, yes, I just wish it kind of moved a little faster because th- the truth is it's, it, it is a pretty simple film and I'm okay with that. This is a genre, to me, it's a very kind of genre, you know, robbery film. You know, this is not, 
I don't think this is an upper echelon film when it comes to that, but I'm okay with that because it's a true story. It's, it's simple. It, and it, and then I thought for the most part it worked. I actually enjoyed the music. I thought the music was really well done in this film. Um, Joan Boyega was really good. I kept wondering, cause I, I remember I, at first, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought Tyrese starred in this film. But then, you know, I'm watching, I'm like, that's not Tyrese, you know? I was like, it kind of looks like John Boyega. But I'm like, it doesn't look like John Boyega. You know what I mean? Like, he, he did a really good job of kind of, like, transforming his body. And, you know, he's a British guy, too, and completely nails American. And, you know, this guy's got kind of some some quirks to him. But he did a really, really good job in this. And I just think it's unfortunate that the the topic has been done. It's been done so many times before. Like, a veteran doesn't get coverage on something or doesn't get paid yeah what he's deserved and so he goes and robs we just saw this with ambulance yeah exactly i was just gonna say that too but this and is not because ambulance, ambulance was a ride you know what i mean like obviously, that was a ride yeah that's michael just, bay i actually really really just set in, in, a, in a bank yeah and so i think that was one of the reasons why i, I didn't rush out to see this movie just because i don't know something told me that i've seen it before in some way but if there was, if this was a different take on it, then I'm happy to go see it. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I think John Boyega is worth seeing it. Um, I mean, there, there's some, there's some good moments in it. Like I said, I, I don't think this film is trash by any stretch of the imagination. I, I, I thought it was okay, but like you're saying, it, it, this isn't going to be, you're not going to be blown away from it. Um, you know, I'm definitely not going to spoil like the ending and stuff like that. But you know, it was. It was just simple, and sometimes that's okay. I I, I think it would have been more appetible if um, if it was just faster. I think it could have just sped the middle up a little bit because, like you're saying, it's not reinventing the genre. So get to it. Like we don't we don't need a bunch of extra space in this. Well, movie. yeah, and simple. I mean, like we said in the last show about Beast. Beast, I think, would have been even ten times better if it was simplified. If yeah. it was just man versus beast yeah. and that's it, you know, but they had to add all this stuff to it. So this is the other side of that coin where they went minimal, but maybe could have sort of sped things up a little bit. Cut, cut the fat. Yeah. Cut the, cut yeah. the fat there. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I'll just so, see uh, just for the performance alone. I mean, it sounds like he did an incredible I, job. Like I said, I, I, I definitely did not like it, especially with the music. I, you know, I thought, I thought it was, it was well crafted overall. And I just just wished it was a little bit faster paced. That was like my biggest argument with it. I'm okay with the story being simple, like I said, everything. Just just speed it up. Um, and then the last film is Samaritan, which is on Amazon Prime now. And this is a, a, a Sylvester Stallone vehicle. You know, this is kind of one of those classic. Did you watch this one, Peter? No. No, I didn't get to see this okay. one. Yeah, I mean, I literally this just came out today. No, it came out Friday. But I, I mean, I just literally finished watching it right really? now. Yeah. Um, and you know, this is kind of your, kind of an old school kind of Sylvester Stallone action film. You know what I mean? Uh, this to me is a demolition man meets, I don't know. I don't, I don't like unbreakable, right? Isn't it like, yeah, yeah. yeah, but this is not, this is not unbreakable and it's not even demolition man. Unfortunately, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think this movie was. I don't think movie for everybody. Let me. I think if you're not a Sylvester Stallone fan, I don't know if, how much you're gonna like this film. I think there is flaws in this. Kind of the same thing. I think the pacing of this one could have 
been increased. It is in a in a way it's it, it's kind of got a it's got a separate universe to it. Mm. So that was kind of interesting, but at the same time it's weird because you're catching all that like there's so much backstory. The backstory is larger than this story itself, which is weird. You know what I mean? So it has this kind of weird vibe in that sense and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, just it's almost like the original film. <laughs> it's like you it's like you missed the the original film and now you're watching the sequel. But then the sequel is just smaller. So um, it's like the Rocky Four when he's in the car and he's thinking about Apollo dying, and they just show all those old clips from the first three Rocky movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then uh, they just put it all into one movie. Yeah, um, make a movie out of that one scene. Side topic: I just watched that the new cut that um, Sylvester Stallone did on it. Interesting. I really want to. I I got it. So if you want to check that out, I'm curious. We'll be reviewing that with Jake and Peter Bush. So mm. I want to, I want everyone to watch both versions though because it's interesting. So I'm curious on what everyone else's take on this new one is. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I mean we know that we know that movie like the back of our hand. So if he did yeah. anything different to it, we'll be able to tell right away. Oh yeah, there's definitely some. There's a lot of things different to it. Ooh. Yeah, but it's short too. It's only like 90 minutes, so it's interesting. But anyways, so back to this one. I think if you're into Sylvester Stallone action films, I think it's worth seeing again streaming. So it's not gonna. You know, um, the movie was actually pretty well done. Like, it, it looked like a decent production. Um, my only issue uh, would be a little too much CGI at the end. Um, the green screen kind of becomes very apparent. Um, so, I, you know, sometimes you're doing a little too much if if you have to go that much green screen. That's my own personal opinion. But, um, yeah, I, you know, this is a, you know, high C, low B kind of grade like i said it I, I didn't regret watching it it was it was fun entertaining there's a couple cool fight scenes and whatnot um you know I, I think i think my bigger issue when it just comes to character and i don't want to spoil anything is sometimes when you're dealing with kind of superhero-ish type things they need to make a clear weakness on some of these guys and mm-hmm. it can't just be like that was my biggest issue was like the hulk right like the Hulk was just like, all right, so no one can beat him. Like he he doesn't get pain, he doesn't do all that. So to me, it takes away some of like the actual battle because it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know who's gonna beat this guy. Like that was my problem with like Superman, right? Like, yeah, Kryptonite's the only way to knock him out. But if there's no like Kryptonite introduced, then it's just like, all right, well, how are you gonna beat him? Because right. you kind of need the Kryptonite, you know. But yeah, so take away more. So so yeah, overall, I'd say. Not the best weekend of films, you know, yeah. little, 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 I think little, but I think that's why all these films came out when they did, because this is the end of summer. Uh, we already mentioned last week, like the next big blockbuster is, uh, is black Adam with the rock. And then, um, uh, 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 black Panther after that, Wakanda forever. So I think, I think maybe you're seeing why these films got released when they did, they're flawed. These are not perfect films, but I still think there's some entertainment there. Well, I mean, speaking of what's co- I mean, what's coming up next? I mean, like you said, there's not a lot of huge movies, but there's one that I'm kind of curious about that I've been seeing a lot of previews for, and that's Honk for Jesus. That comes out on September 2nd. Oh, I saw a preview for that. Yeah, that could be and interesting. It's, um, you know, Regina Hall is in it, and you know, she's always funny. And, and Sterling um, Sterling Brown, he played um, 
Yeah, Sterling Brown. Sterling Brown, excuse me. He played uh He's so good. He played uh how, what's his name? He played the lawyer in um the OJ the OJ series. Oh, yeah, um Chris Darden. Chris Darden, yeah, Christopher Darden. Well, yeah, and he was in Black Panther. I mean, he was in he's been, yeah, he's yeah. been in like every movie. Like oh, yeah, the no, dude's he's awesome. He's the awesome. dude's in everything. Yeah, he looks great in this movie. He, his role looks pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. So, if I had to put an order, guys, uh, and I'm going to use Pizza Pin to, to put all these in. So, I would go number one, 3,000 Year of Longing, with the caveat that you can handle a more complex film. That, that's the caveat. So, if, if you cannot handle complex film, then I put number one, Me Time. Then I would go... So, I go 3,000 Years of Longing... Number two, me time. I would say number three, breaking. Number four, Samaritan. Number five, invitation. Mm. And you might you might flop breaking in, in Samaritan. I think depending on what your appetite is. But like I said, if you want just a pure action film, you know Samaritan might be the one for you, right? Like one where you're just not thinking, right? You know, so Samaritan. Sometimes I think those falls in that sometimes way. those like really hit. Yeah, exactly. Good. So that one, that one, that one could hit. So yeah. So th- well, before we go, uh, quick, quick review for an older film that I just saw. Okay. Um, it's a documentary called Amy. It's it's the documentary on the Amy Winehouse, and oh, I didn't yeah, know yeah. Any, I didn't know anything about her at all and her music. Just what you hear about in like the press about you know the drugs and. Her life is a mess and blah blah blah. But and I, the only song I knew from her is the rehab song. Um, but man, what a voice! Like what a talent! And this documentary is so great. You actually get to witness like the rise and fall of this of this poor girl, and you get to see like just how she suffered and just went through so much pain, um, but had so much talent. Um, it was a sad, it was a sad watch, but it was so good. Um, yeah. I recommend it highly. If you don't have anything to watch, and you love great documentaries, this is definitely up there as one of the best music documentaries that I've seen ever. Really good. All right, brilliant. We'll make sure we check that out. All right, people, that's going to wrap it for us. Uh, our our next uh, our podcast that will come out later this week is uh, Back to the Future. So stay tuned for that. And then, yeah, we'll get our next kind of list coming up. We'll be populating that soon. But, yeah, thank you, for everyone, for listening and watching. And make sure you catch us on all the your, your favorite podcast network, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio. And then, of course, if you're here on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. But with that, Pete, that's a cut. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.